Blog Talk Radio. championship game where LSU like pretty much boat raced Clemson in the second half, as well as uh, the penalties levied by the Major League Baseball regarding to the cheating scandal involving both the Houston Nationals and to a certain extent the Boston Red Sox and a few others were implicated in that, but we're going to talk about the main two players right here, uh, the Reds, that, that being the Astros and the Red Sox, and we'll be previewing the NFL's conference championship games this weekend uh, well, the Titans continue to shock the NFL world. We'll have to see. You're going to find out. But uh, anyway, to help me break all that down, y'all know my co-host. He is the man who created, who's actually the brainchild behind the Yardstress HBCU Sports, the rest of all things HBCU Sports, as well as Sleazy Radio on Facebook Live every Tuesday. My man, Dwayne Nash, is back in the cellar. What's up, D-Nice? How you doing, brother? Man, 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 this is a busy week for me. I've been updating the website, got a couple of new stories up. A story I've been meaning to put out for a couple of weeks now because I've been absolutely sick and tired of seeing it on my social media feeds in all forms and aspects about who is the real HBCU football champion. So I address Mm. the debate, and I break it down about a bunch of things within this debate, especially for not just for this year, but as a debate mm-hmm. as a whole that needs to be addressed from multiple views. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put that link. I'm going to send that link to you on Twitter or tomorrow so you can disseminate towards your HBCU fans as well. Also, I, yes. I go ahead and I rank the out-of-conference wins for the Division One HBCUs, meaning teams from the MEAC, the SWAC, Howard, not Howard, I'm sorry, uh, Hampton and Tennessee State. I'm ranking which one was the strongest out of conference win, and then also the mm-hmm. Sunday coming up, I will be heading out to Roanoke for the 
Spirit of America HBCU Bowl. It is an all HBCU all-star game where they bring in seniors to get looked at by mm-hmm. scouts from all levels, NFL, CFL, maybe even XFL will be coming out this week to go ahead and check okay. out these seniors as they participate in the all-star game and um, and hopefully make it to the next level. And there have been several guys that have participated in this game that have gone on that are currently in the league or that have been playing in the league for some time now. Nice. And what was the name of that uh, tournament again? Oh, the, the, the game is the HBCU Spirit of America Bowl. Actually, okay. I, I, if memory serves me correctly, the game will be airing on their website. That's something else I'll go ahead and send out to you to go ahead and disseminate so you guys can, can peek in on that while you're watching playoffs because yes. that's exactly the same thing I'm going to be doing on Sunday as well. Playoffs. Right. But thankfully, nice, nice. that game starts <laughs> at, at 1.30, so it starts right uh-huh. before that first playoff game starts at 3 o'clock. So you'll be able to peek in on that. Being that it's not cool. necessarily a televised game, no commercials, the game goes relatively quickly, so it should be done right before that first playoff game starts on Sunday. And what channel is that on again? Is it ESPN or? Oh, it's going to no. It's Fox actually Sports going to be aired on their website. So I'll go ahead. Oh, okay, and gotcha. I'll okay. I'll go ahead and tweet out the link uh, to you, so you can go ahead and send it out. Spooner, appreciate that. Good looking out, brother. No uh, digging it. College. Um, we, you know, we got to talk about what happened in the national championship between LSU and Clemson, the Battle of the Tigers. Uh, yes, sir. One that yes, saw sir. The Battle of the Tigers, not only the Battle of the Tigers, but the Battle of the Death Valleys. Still think yeah. Clemson is a real Death Valley, but that's just me. Um, and <laughs> return it to the most petty uh, battle of over the mascots. Uh, right quick, <laughs> like, like before I get into the slam slap, you saw on tw- on Facebook or Twitter, right, about like LSU fans sponsoring the GoFundMe page to get Clemson a better looking mascot. Did you see that? I did, because the thing is, when they showed the mascot on the screen, I was like, "Yo, that's the mascot! Come on, man, they can't be yeah. a mascot. Why his head look so small? You see the eyes, right? You see I the did. eyes, right? Uh, look, look, look like his hypnotized look. That his ass from PCP." I told someone that, <laughs> like he was hey, you out. know, Clemson. That's 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 Central South Carolina. Hey, you know they do some wild stuff out there, man. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna say. I'm just saying. Well, well there you go. <laughs> well, plus it's South Carolina, so that's so you have that too. Um, but exactly. anyway, but anyway, um, but maybe it's still into the football field because while the first half was very competitive, you know, Clemson jumped out to that 17 to 7 lead. You know, mm-hmm. me and, and a couple of my homeboys at the bar saying, was at the sports bar saying, holy shit, Clemson's really taking it to him. So it was almost like a reversal of what happened to Clemson against o- o- Ohio State. Clemson mm-hmm. was the one that came out and punched LSU in the mouth and punched him hard, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, LSU gathered itself and just put, pulled out a can of whoop-ass in the second half, to be honest with you. Um, but it, it started with, uh, with ever since Clemson took a 17 to 7 lead, uh, oh. LSU out, like scored the next 21 points to go yeah. into halftime up by 11. And even then, when Clemson came out and scored in the second, early in the third quarter, you know, when they got that touchdown, the two point conversion, making a three point game, you know, it was like, wow, this is going to be this shit, it's going to be nip and tuck before LSU 
You remember that the offense was led by Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner, and track stars at wide receiver. They just took it up to a whole nother level, as 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 we say, and as she says, and say the rest is history. I mean, like Joe Burrow, what can you say about him, dude? I mean, thirty-one of he was thirty-one of forty-nine for four hundred sixty-three yards, and accounted for six <laughs> touchdowns, five yeah. rushing and one. I mean, I'm sorry, five passing and one rushing. Excuse me, I got a little discombobulated there. But and then you know we'll talk about uh, uh, um, Trevor Lawrence's um, performance in a second. But how about this Joe Burrow doing it against seven? AP ranked like top ranked teams, like top ten teams that was where they played at the time, and just mm-hmm. doing it against that 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 onslaught of a schedule, dude. I mean, he just he made it look easy, man. Especially against Clemson, the top ranked defense of the country. So give it up to Joe Burrow, man. I mean, I would not that I really doubted him before. I seen him play a few times earlier this year, but but damn, he he let me know he's a he's a top pick, man. In the next year, in this coming draft, bar none. The thing is, if if he doesn't pan out in the NFL, it's going to be a huge head scratcher. Will it be him? Will it be because of the right. program that he's in at Cincinnati? It'll be interesting. And I'm not wishing bad luck on the young man, not at all, because I would love to see him sure. succeed. But it will just be very, very odd to see what we just saw for this past mm-hmm. season to migrate up to the NFL and it don't pan out at all. But, I mean, we've kind of seen it before. I mean, people forget Ryan Leaf was supposed to have been the next thing smoking. That's and true. That's true. Got smoked and he got to the NFL, you know, but that was a, a, a situation where – I think he's more mature it, than Ryan Leaf, though, was, at least at the time. Exactly. I think I he's more mature than Ryan say that. that was a situation where it was exposed that Ryan Leaf just wasn't completely there mentally. <clears throat> And um, not to say right. that he mentally wasn't there, but mature, like you said. And, and it just didn't pan out for him, man. But So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, you know, occasionally I like to do the hot take. I try not to do it often, but, you know, when I <laughs> do it, it's, it's super hot. So on Tuesday, yesterday, yeah. I, I said on, on, on the show, Steve Sport, that, um, you know, we, we, I, the, we were talking about whether or not this was impressive in terms of Joe Burrow's performance. On 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 sure. Monday, and I said not really, and, and and the reason why I said that was because, like you said, they've beaten seven of the top ten teams in 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 the uh, in in the nation this year. They've beaten the teams that were ranked one through four in the preseason. So we were privy to this throughout the year. This was just him doing right. what he do all over again, just again. It's not to say that it's not impressive. It's just that mm-hmm. you know we, we we've seen it before, and, and it's not to, well. Let me change that. It's not to say that I was bored of it. It's right. just that we've seen it before. I got you. And and, and you know it's 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 like pizza. We didn't have pizza before, but <laughs> hey man, yeah. it's very rare that you turn down pizza. Oh, you know, unless you know right. it's bad. But yeah, that's that's what that was. That's what Barrow's performance was to me. And, and um, back to Clemson, I was. Expecting one of two things, and it's kind yeah. of odd to say that because you're basically hedging both bets by saying this, right? I was mm-hmm. either expecting Clemson really defense to hold them or to get blown yeah. out. And like I said, I'm always mm-hmm. hedging both sides when you do stuff like that, which is very safe. And you know, I like being safe. That's that's cool. That's fine. 
But that's, that's, that's what happened. They they got blown out. And and, and um yeah, it was just it was just weird to see that defense that have been playing extremely well all season long get handled the way that they did. Well, you know, it's it's amazing. I mean, Clemson has have won twenty nine straight games. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm so like I'm familiar to this thing called losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like seeing Trevor Lawrence be 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 made to be human. You know, yeah. I, you can't really bag on the kid. I mean, it happens. I mean, mm-hmm. just that you know, Sy- I mean Syracuse, LSU was the the better team. They were. They had a better offense. Their yeah. defense actually bent but didn't break, and mm-hmm. they were more physical. And yeah. you know, it's just that Clemson just didn't have an answer for LSU and. There's no shame in that. I mean, hell, I mean, look, if, it, if, if the play LSU wasn't a daunting enough as a task, they play in the damn Superdome. That's they like play a the Superdome game. in Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like right down the street. I mean, you know, comparatively to, to, to you know, it's like, like what, 90 miles, 90 minutes from, from Baton Rouge, or they say Baton Rouge. Um, yes. But it's just, 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 you know, it is what it is. I mean, you got, you know, it's, it happens, and and be that as it may, I think Clemson's going to be back next year. They got the top right recruiting, recruiting class coming in. They're oh, not yeah. going anywhere. Plus, I, I, took, no. I took a glance. I took a gander at their schedule for next for next season. They ain't mm-hmm. playing shit. I mean, it's not their fault, but <laughs> like the only, the only team that they're playing that's worth a damn, they go to Notre Dame. That's the only notable game on their schedule. They they visit Notre Dame next year. Um, it should be this. pretty epic because I think Notre Dame's going to be a good team this year, too. Well, Next I'm, I'm glad that you think so because, I mean, I know I've said it on this show before. I've said it. Hey, you put a, uh-huh. a, a, a microphone in front of me and ask me about Notre Dame. I said the same thing over and over again. This Notre Dame uh-huh. team that I've seen over the past 15 years, whenever they play against a top 10 team, for whatever reason, stinks it up. And I expect the same thing to happen against Clemson next year. <laughs> if it doesn't, yeah. surprise, surprise on me. But that's just what I'm expecting to happen next year. Matter of fact, I almost want to call the score and say that it's going to be something like 30-17. But <laughs> it, it, I, I, mm-hmm. I just got a feeling that's what's going to happen. I, they, they're going to end up being the top ten team next year. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's just something about them when they play against other top ten teams, they just don't do well. Well, time will tell because, that's again, that's the only game that's worth a damn boy. Or Clemson schedule, they get South Carolina again, but it'll be A, it'll be at Clemson, B, South Carolina, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be all that good next year. Um, but I, I think LSU, since we're talking about next year, not only, of course, they, they're losing Burrow to the draft, but you yeah. heard that they lost Joe Brady to the Panthers, right, the, the office yes. coordinator? Yes. Yeah, so they're going to take a huge step back. Yeah. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see what happens back. to that team. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, hey, props to LSU. You know, even though Odell Becker did his damnness, it's still the moment by paying players on the field uh, after the game with all those damn cameras around. How stupid can you be? Anyway, I, 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 I just, I, yeah, I, whatever. I, I, the, you know, I, I think for those who know Odell well, I mean, I heard from many people on the radio, on, on sports radio, uh, say that he was just caught up in the moment. He wasn't trying to be doing anything egregious. Just yeah. got caught up giving some kids to go to the school. His, his, his money, some some of his dough. Hey, hey, I'm not mad at him about that. Hell, I wish no. I was those kids. But I just, it just sucks that the NCAA have those draconian rules about kids getting money from 
boosters or whoever, and I guess Odell would be a booster now. But yeah, yo, I I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but you know, it's against the it's the Bay rules. And Joe Burrow just came out and said, even though LSU has tried to say that that they was handing out fake money. First of all, when do you know Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham be carrying around <laughs> fake money. Carry around fake money. money. But anyway, <sighs> exactly. Yeah, let me just carry around a bunch of fake money in my pocket. But anyway, whatever. But the point is, I mean, they we're not idiots, folks. But the point is, is that when Joe Burrow was asked about on Boston uh, Radio, he said, yeah, it was real money. And I can say it now because I'm no longer a student there. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to find out some shit like that. But the point, you know, people are trying to make a big deal of it. I think it's a whole lot of nothing. Again, it, yeah. I know it runs the five the bay rules, but those rules are pretty fucking stupid anyway. I mean, the yeah. kids just got five hundred dollars of most of spending money. I mean, just let them enjoy. It. Let let the kids live. That's not getting no exactly. It's not any competitive advantage. Those kids are fucking broke anyway. Let them have some fun. Let them have some fun. Exactly. Exactly. But hey, you you question whether or not yep. it could have been fake money? I'll say this: you know, NFL wide receivers Antonio Brown's walking around with a bag of of uh, gelatin penises. Why couldn't Odell Beckham be walking around with fake money? Just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, move right along. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, nothing like getting in a gelatin penis joke on your show on the sports show. Um, Zing. Major League Baseball. We're going to yes. have a, a, a dramatic shift here. This, yes. is some, this is some CSI bullshit right here, man. I mean, it's like, I mean, I with the, you know you know cheating has been part of baseball fabric for centuries, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, catch stealing stealing signs on the on the field, you know, you know, you know like tar on your hand, spitting mm-hmm. in the ball, throwing spitballs, all that stuff. This is part of the game, except yeah, when you do something that runs uh, blatantly afoul of the of the law, the baseball rules handed down by the commissioner himself. Then it's mm-hmm. become a problem, and it's a bigger problem when you're pretty arrogant about it. So yeah. that's what the Houston Astros did. Basically, you know, everyone's heard about this by now. You know, they used the camera-based sign-stealing system during the regular season and playoffs mm-hmm. in the 2017 World Series win, as, as as well as the 2018 regular season. And you know, which which begs a, which you know what. Uh, I'll get to it in a minute. Let me let, like let me get into some more of what happened. So basically, the fall of this, as everyone knows, that both the general manager and and manager Jeff Lunau, I guess I pronounce his name, and AJ Hinch, respectively, were at first suspended by Major League Baseball. Then Astros got a hold of him and then fired both of the asses. And so, mm-hmm. in addition to that, Houston lost both his first and second round picks for 2020 and 2021, and was fined some mm-hmm. five million dollars. As a as a, as in accordance to the um, uh, collective bargaining agreement, and another like like in another like a collateral damage piece of collateral damage that happened, Alex Cora, we know know him as you know the as the manager of the, of the Red Sox, he was but he was also the bench coach at the time for the Astros, and he was a, the alleged mastermind behind the whole thing. Mm. But nevertheless, when he got caught up in it. We thought, you know, like when we all found out about how deep he was in it, I'm thinking, holy shit, that's another domino that's about to fall. And the boy, did that fall hard. He was suspended by Major League Baseball 
and was laid mm-hmm. on fire by the Red Sox. The Red Sox was like, we don't yeah. want that shit here. But, no. however, there was, there was like, allegedly he did some shit with the Red Sox when they won it in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, give me your thoughts on this because it's, you know, because the, the, the New York Yankee fan, ain't, uh, the, the, the big-time New York Yankee fan in me is fucking pissed. The Astros <laughs> kept us out away from out of the World Series on at least two of those occasions, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know the Red Sox beat us down in 2018, um, in, in, in like in like in the uh, divisional round, you know. And they, of course, in, in, in what would turn out to be an ironic twist, they smashed the Red Sox in the ALCS in route to a World Series win. Um, you know what? You go ahead, because I, I got words about the Astros, but you go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I've been known to say um, often, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yes. And it's not True. just in baseball, but in all sports, there's a little bit of cheating going on. And um, But but do I think that uh, this, this punishment was egregious? No, because, you know, um, <sighs> an example had to be made, right? But it went hard enough, same, right? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, oddly enough, I still am okay with cheating. Well, it just happened to be that they took it to another level in terms of using technology to do their cheating. Now, one of the right. things that people don't like to talk about is, of course, the uh, the Astros were not capable of doing that type of quote unquote cheating on the road. So they were only capable of doing it on home games. Meaning about what right. eighty two times out of the other year. So only half the game. But if you look at their stats between home and away, all of their major yes, right. uh, categories statistically are the same. So the batting average is about yep. the same. Slugging is about yep. matter of fact, I think one of the categories was better on the road than it was at home. Slugging percentage was, 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 was about the same. Um, mm-hmm. On-base percentage was about the same. So everything was, were, were, even though they were quote-unquote cheating, Everything was still the same on the road as it was at home. So was it necessarily really an advantage? We don't know. We don't, we, we really don't know. But the other thing is this, right? It, it was something that, that, that was uh, pointed out. Um, and I was like, ah, okay, kind of makes sense. Note, no other team has really came out and berated both the Red Sox or the Astros for what they've done. Because I got a strange feeling everybody got some sort of weird skeleton in their closet that they had to deal with as it pertains sure. to cheating, and they don't want to point the finger sure. because they know they're probably doing something dirty. Maybe not that, maybe not to that degree, but something, period. So that's why everybody's been like, mm, let me not say nothing, let them handle it, and it'll be dealt with. But <laughs> the comparison to... To 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 the uh, the Chicago White Sox and 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 to to, uh, uh, to Pete Rose, man, just let that go. Let it it it, it it's a different times, different penalties, a different thing. I understand crime is sure. a crime, but at the same time, man, it's something completely different. And then it's being handled, it's being dealt with. It is what it is. But I don't know if you heard, but allegedly, the Dodgers may be next on deck for some really? potential cheating infractions. 
that's that's from my understanding. I don't know how much truth it is to it, but I, I did hear Dodgers being next in, in terms of potentially being investigated before um for some tactics as well. So like I said, you know before, what's crazy man, about that, bro? They, they, you know, it was crazy and ironic at the same time. They mm-hmm. talked a lot of. They being the Dodgers talked a lot of shit. After what we're down with the Astros, as far as the, yeah. um, the, the 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 disciplinary rulings and whatnot, they talked mm-hmm. a lot of passive aggressive shit. So yeah. to hear you say that is fucking hilarious to me. Exactly. Really exactly. Is. And then that's the other thing too. You know, when I, my, when I think about the whole thing about the Astros and, and potential cheating, look at them like this: the Nats won all their <clears> games <throat> on the road. They won all their games in Houston. That's right. So, so wasn't it? That's wasn't, right. That's why I tell people when I say, "Hey, man, <laughs> you." I don't care what sport it is. You should know what I'm doing, but it still comes down to man versus man. You still got to stop me from doing what it is that right. I'm going to do. You might have an advantage True by that. knowing what it is I'm going to do, but you still have to stop me. They sure ain't stopped the Nationals. Right. That's why I'm saying, they didn't. you know, nah, you just got to be good. Hey, be good at your craft, <laughs> bro. I mean, I understand that Clayton Kershaw is, is, is probably, you know, soaking a little bit and in, in, in dealing with what he has to deal with because, of course, the, the, the strokes chewed him up. But we all know that Clayton Kershaw is a Hall of Famer. One series, one bad game, even though we really didn't get a chance to really talk about it too tough, but you did bring it up with um, yeah. uh, 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 Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson. One bad game doesn't Lawrence, yeah. necessarily uh, 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 spell your entire legacy. It's just one bad game or one right. bad series. It is what it is. Overcome that and move right. on. But, um, yeah, yep. it's, just, it's going to be interesting to see how the Strohs, because remember, we talked about this last year with the moves that they made on um, uh, 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 signing day, not signing day, I'm sorry, um, the, the trade deadline on how the Strohs would be set for years to come because of uh, the deal that they made. What was the picture that they picked up a couple of years ago in, in free agency? The Dodgers? I mean, in, the Dodgers? The, um, Astros. Astros, I'm sorry. Um, well, they got Verlander in the trade, so. Not know. Verlander. It was, it was someone else that they picked up as well that we said, yeah. hey, the way that their pitching staff looks, not only are they set to be World Series. Oh, Garrett Cole. Uh, uh, Cole, that's who it was, Cole. Not only are they set for yeah. this year, but they're set up for years to come with that pitching staff. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. how the Strohs rebound next year with all of these sanctions placed upon them and this huge cloud over their head based upon what they've been accused of. And Garrett Cole is now a Yankee. So. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Garrett Cole is in New York now. <laughs> That's right because he had the whole soaking thing. I'm not a member of this team anymore. That's right. I forgot about Garrett Cole doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's another. Well, yeah, will they rebound? We'll see. We'll see. Well, you can't if you can't beat them, take their best player. <laughs> hey, that's how you do in a sport. Uh, As the Cowboys, they know all about again. that. Deion Sanders. Oh, oh God, that's another story. That's hilarious to me. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, as far as again, 
This is you, a Yankee fan. I'm throwing up a huge middle finger. You can't see it right now, but I'm throwing up a huge middle finger at the Astros logo. Fuck you. Fuck your fans. You know, you stole at least one major, one World Series title away from us. So yeah. I don't want to hear it. And, 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 you, and you heard what CeCe Sabathia said, right? Someone interviewed no. him. And just to get a reaction out of him, he said that they should vacate the title. Later on, Mark Teixeira on ESPN said that he agreed with CC sentiments. So mm. there's a lot of hard feelings in the Bronx and yeah, possibly more places because, because the Rastros were in a lot of dreams of the past three seasons. They sure did. Yeah, they did. But, you know, like I said, so, we'll, we'll see what happens like if it, they rebound or not. Yep. Like I said, to quote uh, the great Robert De Niro, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right along to the NFL. Um, yeah, let's talk about last week's uh, games. Well, like before we preview this week's games, get you all out of here with that. Um, we all know about the shock heard around the NFL world. The Titans is winning the Baltimore and now mm-hmm. Ravens, the Ravens, 28-12. Yeah. to 12. And, the, and the score wasn't even that close. I mean, Tennessee just took it to a flight from the jump, man. They just came out, hit them in the mouth early, rolled Derrick Henry all the way to the end to the tune of 195 mm-hmm. yards on 30 carries. Um, Tannehill only had a complete seven of 14 his passes for 88, for 88 yards, but two of those seven passes went for touchdowns. One mm-hmm. was a 45-yarder to, to that Raven kid. Um, mm-hmm. He was like a rarely used rookie. But at any rate, um, Lamar Jackson. I I was, you know, I hate, you know how much I despise the Ravens, right, Steelers fan. But I was wanting to pull for Lamar Jackson because so many people were, 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 were clowning him. You know, the mm-hmm. last few seasons saying, you know, starting with Bill Polian saying he should try it as a wide receiver. Um, then the yeah. people saying he's called a sister. He's a sister quarterback. He can't do it. Aren't, aren't excuse me, but aren't all most of not all quarterbacks system quarterbacks? I mean, Tom Brady yeah. thrives in um in the in the playing the system that Josh McDaniels has. That makes him exactly. a quote unquote system quarterback. You know, Cam Newton was in a certain system that played his strengths as this Russell True. Wilson, as all Russell exactly. Wilson, I should say, Patrick Mahomes, Dak uh, mm-hmm. Prescott. I mean, come on, yeah. stop it. That's what makes it funny. But People forget led. that. You know, Joe yeah. Montana was yeah, a system I mean, quarterback. He's a, he's a West Coast exactly, offensive quarterback. Thank you. Thrive so. in the West Coast system. Yes. Thank you. Steve Young did too. Thank you. I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's just fucking stupid. But anyway, um, Lamar Jackson, he finished with 31 for 58. He passed. I, I, you know, he, he just did too much in the end because his receivers were dropping passes all over the place. And, again, Tennessee was hit up in the mouth. They weren't doing much about it. But he was 31-59 uh, three, for 365 yards, mm-hmm. one touchdown, two costly interceptions. He was also leading yeah. Russia, by the way, of 143 yards rushing on 20 carries. So, mm-hmm. I, look, I know a lot of those yards came in garbage time. I know those are what Shannon Sharp calls empty calories, and rightfully so, because they came with when, when the Titans really were in control. I mean, the Titans were up 28-6 were all, all the stat patterns start happening, um, mm-hmm. but look, Lamar he has to take the he has to take the majority of blame on this, and and I'm sure he would too personally because he's a, he's a he's a good kid at that. You know, he's one of those he's held himself very very accountable, and I'm sure he's going to get back to the lab and 
look at the tape and did, saw what he did wrong. I mean, the, the brother, the young brother on two, fourth, and one didn't go up the middle. He tried to bounce off to the outside, which you can't do that in, in the NFL. No. Uh, but, again, he tried to do too much. He'll learn from this. He learned last from last season when he came out like game buses this is past uh, regular season. So mm-hmm. he used to say he's going to be in, back in the lab. He's going to use this as a motivation. And hopefully the, the, the Ravens will get him some, some pass catchers. Outside of, 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 of Hollywood Brown has seven for 126. Um, but I don't think this ruins Lamar Jackson's season. I don't think it takes no. all that much. It happens. No. It's a playoff. It does. It should happen, especially in the one-and-done situation like this. Things happen. And I just hope I just hope he keeps his head up and continue to press forward because this kid still has a hell of a future in this league. Yes, yes, he does. I'll say this because even going into the game, I didn't think that the Ravens were immune to losing. The only team that I thought right. that was probably closest to immune being immune to losing, oddly enough, was the Seahawks, who actually did lose. But um, it lose. was because of the fact. <laughs> right. The, the the Packers were, were you know the most mysterious thirteen and three team we've seen in, in quite some time, but um, right. It, 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 even though they are called empty calories, that's a whole lot of empty calories that Lamar Jackson is capable of getting. Well, uh, sure. five hundred yards of total offense that is insane in a loss. But the two interceptions and the fumble is what really hurt. Now, like you said, with the the, the, right. the, the situation on, on fourth down. Yeah, the Ravens um, converted 70% of their fourth down um, situations this year, being number one in the NFL, but they were 0-4 in in Sunday's game. I still say when you're down 14 to 6 and it's fourth and one, I understand that you you might have been fantastic throughout the year or fourth down, but it's the playoffs, dog. It's it's, it's, it's what'll go home. Get them points. Matter of fact, not converting on that fourth down led to a touchdown, which had Tennessee kick the ball off, which led to Lamar turning the ball over again by fumbling, which led to another touchdown. If you took the three, mm. we don't know what the situation would have been. But I know one thing, they would have had three more points on the board. So that was kind of questionable, but I understood why they did it. But at the same time, it's yeah. a head scratch to me. Just take the points. Just take the points. But like well, yeah, said, that's the yeah. Go, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you you're finishing. Oh no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to think about what you said, off what you just said. Um, yeah. John Harbaugh, I have a lot of respect for him. He, he's a hell of a coach. He's coaching mm-hmm. the wrong team, but he's a hell of a coach nonetheless. Um, <laughs> but when. He went for it on fourth down early in the game. Remember when he was on the own with forty some odd yard line, I think it was forty eight, forty nine yard line. And mm-hmm. that was first of one of the first one of the first I mean the, I'm sorry, one of the two um, the first of two you know, fourth and ones by Lamar Jackson when he calls up the house to do the outside instead of going straight up the middle. Um mm-hmm. next play, I was saying to myself, I was saying to to, to like to my dad. The Titans, the Titans, it's an opportune time for them to to, to deliver a knockout blow, or or, or a haymaker. I should say not a knockout blow. It's still early, and sure enough, during that, the, the very the very first the first play for scrimmage, they went long and hit that kill on a forty eight yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40, I think it was forty five yard touchdown actually. But, but you, if you take away that, 
that that swung the momentum squarely on the Titans' side, and there was no way Baltimore was going to come back from that. They were staggering. They were staggering to the end. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to your point, that 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 opening drive where Baltimore took it down, and they they should have kicked the, the field goal. I agree with you. They should have just taken the points because that would have given them. They had momentum, especially as following that big pass play to end the to the end the first half when they mm-hmm. went up top to the Antonio Brown down the seam. Now, if yeah. they had gotten a touchdown for that, that would have really been something. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. you take away you take away that first fail, fourth and one. Who knows what the Titans score would score on the next drive or not? We would never know. But let's just say for the sake of argument that they play a position, that that that, that they punt the ball and play a game in field position with the Titans. And that's that's the seven points to be taken off the board at least, right? So you would have had a much closer game. The mental was still been teetering right in, in the middle. So the point I'm trying to say is, is that I thought that Harbaugh got too cute as well. And with his two fourth and ones that he gambled and missed out on. And it costed him points out of both, like both ways. It cost the Ravens at least a field goal in the second half. And it, it, it cost, uh, cost the, the, cost the, 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 uh, the team the chance of giving it the best touchdown to that big Tiny Tenhill pass play in the middle of the first quarter. So I think that, you know, I hate to say this again as a Steelers fan, it's going to hurt me, but I think the the, the Ravens are going to be back. They're probably going to be a lot better. They're going to be better next year. You know, mm-hmm. they'll be better for it, and that's going to make me sick as a Steelers fan to watch. But, hey, we still got Ben Rosenberg on the bum shoulder, I mean, on, like uh, on, the, on, on the search league repaired, Right elbow at age 38, <laughs> so about to be 39. So we got that going for us. But anyway, I, I digress. But speaking of other NFL teams in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's stopping Kansas City, man. I, I really don't. I mean, for a team to spot another NFL team in the playoffs, nonetheless, mm-hmm. 20, a 24-point deficit, only to outscore them, Fifty-one to seven after five point deficit. Think about yes. it. These dudes, the Kansas City, they ran a four straight touchdowns. And granted, granted, look, granted, uh, Bill O'Brien and like, like uh, of the uh, Houston Texans, he did help the, uh, the 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 Chiefs in that cause with that bad uh, fake punt oh, call. Fake punt. That was just oh. so. Stupid. That was just so fucking stupid. And they're all deep in the on there like that. And then, of yeah. course, having the kid um, fumble the uh, kickoff the next time around. And that's just yeah. not so awesome. It's one of those things where the Titans are still on the sideline after one, after they, after the Chiefs scored and said, uh oh. And then when they scored 14, we were like, uh oh. <laughs> and then that kid fumbled. It was over after that. But it, how, how prolific is this offense, man? I mean, pick your poison. <laughs> I mean, golly, you, if you choose to stop uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. sure, they don't have – I mean, they don't have, like, uh, the running game, the, a robust running game as they did last season, but they'll still carve you up, man. I mean, Travis Kelsey, uh, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. That shit is not fair. Damian Williams of the backfield. They got a for running game too. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah. Huh. 
trip, man. I was in complete amazement. And now, all with you. Watching them go down twenty-four to nothing. Yeah, it was crazy. I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. I thought I was like, holy shit! Another major road 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 upset having two AFC South teams in the AFC Championship game. But those that 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 dream was that quickly down away by the Chiefs. The Chiefs just woke up and said, "Let's just do this. Let's just get this over." <laughs> and, and, and 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 they did, which leads me to think like going to this round, going to the AFC Championship game. I don't see Tennessee staying within. You know, granted, I got burnt saying that Tennessee would get the ass kicked by Baltimore. I, mm-hmm. I learned. I learned from that. I know better from that. But Kansas City, to be fair, Kansas City's offense is a lot better than Baltimore's offense. And that's just mm-hmm. real. And they're playing an Arrowhead, the loudest mm-hmm. stadium in the league, a very mm-hmm. intimidating venue with all those rabid mm-hmm. fans and Patrick Mahomes looking at his chops. It comes down to me, will or could the, the, the improved Chiefs defense stop Derrick Henry? They got to make Ryan Tannehill beat him. They, they got to make Tannehill beat, beat them. And Tannehill has played mm-hmm. well, but he hasn't had to win the game for the Titans thus far this, this, this season and postseason. I, I, I think that Kansas City's best defense is the offense. I don't see Tennessee, even though they play good defense. I, I just don't see them stopping Kansas City, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't see it. Kansas City is built to come from behind. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they can afford to go down two scores and not break a sweat. I, I just don't see it happening, man. I, look, it may be competitive early, but if the Titans score, like, the first ten points, that's worth it because they could really take the air out of the ball because they could run Derrick Henry all day long. But mm-hmm. I just think Kansas City – in the end, okay, I'll, I'll give Tennessee some respect with this. I say they, I say Tennessee keeps it within two touchdowns, but that's it. Mm, wow. That's well, it. Give them two touchdowns. It was. It's interesting because remember these two teams played in the season um, this yeah. year. I think it was around November to be exact. And they um, played in Nashville. I remember that. Yeah, and, and, and Tennessee and they beat them in Nashville. Yeah. yeah, Tennessee came from behind in that game to to, to win it. Um, with Mahomes, but, yeah, yeah, with Mahomes. But as a matter of fact, Mahomes had. Re- I think that may have been either his first or second week back after coming back from injury. Right. But um, like you said, the defense has gotten better since then for the Chiefs. Um, the the, the thing, like you said. Also, um, they probably will attempt to make Tannehill beat them. And remember, Tannehill didn't have a big game. Well, he didn't have a big game. But in comparison to his last two games, he did have more passing yards than them, uh, those two games combined in in that one game. I think he passed like 245 or something like that in two touchdowns Mm -hmm. um, in in a comeback effort. And, of course, Derrick Henry had 188 yards in in the touchdown in that game as well. I, I, Tennessee would need to have a similar output in order to to, to, to keep pace with with, with uh, Kansas City. I think they probably do something like that, and that doesn't mean that I have them winning. I, I do have Kansas City winning, but I don't think I have them winning by two touchdowns. I don't have them winning by two touchdowns. I think that this game gets close, and it's a situation where Kansas City has to pull it out at the end or either hold on. Um, mm-hmm. to, to win it close, and, and I'm 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 looking 
at maybe a somewhere between a four to seven point loss for uh, for Tennessee. You're giving a lot of respect, bro. Hey, possession. I see it. Yeah, I could dig it. Um, how about Green Bay, San Francisco? Who you got? Um, another situation where these two teams have played each other um, in the season uh, as well. Um, and San Fran blew them out, thirty-eight to six. That defense, yep. like I said before, with, with with Green Bay has has been up and down, and they sure were up in spots against uh, Seattle. They will have to take that same energy to to, to San Francisco in order to to compete. And um, oddly enough, in that in that loss to San Fran in the season, Aaron Rodgers was outdueled by Jimmy Garoppolo, where Jimmy actually um, doubled his passing output that game. I don't expect that same thing to happen. But this is also a game I think will come down to one possession. And, um, God, this is one of those – this is the one that I'm really, really wavering on because I I can see either team winning in this situation, Um, Mm. especially since we've seen San Fran lose at home before. Um, Well, that was the Seahawks, but, you know, still. Ah, man. That's another thing too. Um, Aaron Jones also didn't have a big yep. game against San Francisco that 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 last time. We I think he rushed for like thirty five yards. That doesn't happen this weekend coming up as well. So, with with in, in my opinion, Green Bay's offense improves. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take Green Bay by three in this one. Wow, you much better from Green Bay than I am. I think Green Bay is a bunch of frauds. I think Packers are frauds. Mm. I mean, the thing <laughs> is that it was up. It was it was it wasn't for New Orleans throwing up all over themselves uh, against the Falcons in the regular season. They would have had the two seed. So yeah. the Packers, to me, sure they beat they swept the Vikings, but that's with Kirk Cousins at the helm. Mm-hmm. Um, they hadn't impressed me all season, and. Aaron Rodgers had what he, for, by his standards, I mean, was a decent season, but not his best season, right? True. And so I, I just think that San Fran is better than they are. Outside of, um, outside of uh, the obvious difference of being a quarterback, I think Rodgers is light years ahead of Garoppolo, even though Garoppolo is much improved. I just think San Fran's defense is a lot better, healthier. Um, and, you know, who – I just I just don't see it, man. I, I I look. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like it was in regular season, but I I just think that I just I'm not that big on Green Bay, man. As a result, mm. I got San Fran by seven. I got San Fran by seven. Okay. That's the that's the one game where I'm like, man. It can go either way. It really can. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised. The, the, mm. the only thing that I would be surprised by is if anyone blows anyone out um, in, in that Green Bay-Seattle uh, game, the San Fran game, I'm sorry. If if if, if, any, if if it's a blowout, then I'll be surprised. But other than that, yeah, I'm expecting this to be a close game. And, and I, either team – in my eyes, has it? I mean, it's, it's, it's any given Sunday. Of course, any team has a, an opportunity to win, but this is the, the, mm-hmm. the closest I've seen um, in, in, a, in a championship game in a while. Mm. 
Yeah. We'll see. But uh, enjoy the games this weekend, brother. Well, I know we're going to have a lot to talk about this coming sun- this coming uh, next next Wednesday, I should say. So uh have some fun with it. As much as I can. All right. Much Take care, I brother. Can. You do the same. All right. Peace. Peace out. Peace. That's my guy, D.D. Nash. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio on Facebook Live every Tuesday night on Facebook, of course. And on on, uh, on uh, the yard, that's HBCU Sports, and the reps about all things HBCU Sports. Thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. This is Scott Brooks, the Clown Hour, signing off. Oh, six. <laughs>